0: Actions will only be judged according to the intentions. That is the number one criteria to judge an action is the intention and Every man shall have only what he intends So there's yeah, I mean we could spend a whole week on this hadith. That's our teacher to spend So we're just gonna go very briefly over it that a person will only get what he intends for meaning if a person does if a person makes knee of uh, if a person does a good deed but the niyyah is small Then you're not going to get any extra reward for that So say I came to the masjid for salat al-asr now If I made niyyah for salat al-asr, that's all we got But if you said I'm coming to the masjid for salat al-asr And I'm going to visit and I'm going to meet some other Muslim brothers whose meeting by them, by meeting them my iman will increase And inshallah I will ask them to see how they're feeling and how they're doing And I will make them feel happy And I will see if I can assist anyone as well if we need some something I'm there available and I am going to do in the knee of nafil itikaf in the masjid and after my salah I'm going to sit down and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for some time then after that I'm going to sit in the dars as well if possible for some time I'm hoping that whatever I hear <clears throat> I will be able to put into practice and I will uh, have a beautiful ending to my day of fasting by listening to a talk on, on dhikr and dua and so forth and then Um, I know my parents would be very happy if they found out that I went to the masjid half hour, forty-five minutes, one hour before Maghrib so my intention is to please my parents too and then inshallah with that I'm gonna bring my my son also, or my daughter also whoever so that inshallah they will also pick up the deen uh, and the environment of the deen when, when they come here and so the list goes on the idea is however many layers of intentions you make that one action you didn't change anything you're doing what you're doing right now and what I'm doing right now but if we simply make multiple layers of intentions, we will be able to have multiple layers of reward. rahmatullahi once he heard someone giving a khutbah or a talk or bayan somewhere in a masjid, <clears throat> so he went up to him after the talk was over, and he asked him, when you were giving this talk, what was your intention? And he said, what most of us would do if you are speaking at a podium, or you're speaking at the front. He said, my intention is that those people who are sitting in front, may Allah subhanahu wa taala allow them to practice what I'm sharing. I hope they get inspired by what I'm sharing That's very nice So then Maulana told him That you know If you had <laughs> changed your intention And if you had made niya That ya Allah I'm giving you a talk in the small little masjid over here Probably no microphone Definitely no live streaming Yeah But I'm giving a talk over here Allow my words to have effect on the people across the entire globe Allow the vibrations of my talk To hit all parts of the globe to hit people's hearts all over. You would not have to raise your voice. You would not have to speak louder. You would not have to speak longer. Everything would have to stay the same. Just because of your intention being so lofty, the help of Allah that would come to you would be equivalently much, much, much more. And you would get the reward based on your intention. SubhanAllah. Isn't that amazing? Just by standing here, like I'm speaking right now, my intention should not be the brothers who are sitting in front of me or the people listening online. But instead it should be that Ya Allah, whatever khair is being mentioned from this podium, that Ya Allah, allow these words to go across the globe. Let the angels listen. Let the jinns listen. Let the humans listen. Let the animals listen. Let let goodness come about across the globe. And if that is the global intention you and I make, then inshaAllah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance with us will also be Amazing. But if you don't make that intention, you're not going to get any more reward. فَمَنْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Whoever immigrates for Allah and his messenger, his immigration is only for Allah and his messenger. So you, 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 you travel somewhere, you say for Allah and his rasool. well then mashallah you'll get, you'll get the reward for there, for Allah and his rasool. But if a person says, I'm traveling for different purposes, right, I'm traveling for Allah is a soul, but a little bit of this and a little bit of that. If, then what happens? If you're traveling to gain something of this world, or marry a woman, your immigration is for that which you immigrated for. Meaning, now the intention is no longer pure. Intention is no longer pure. So, due to not having a pure intention, um, a person will not get receive that reward. Either will receive no reward or receive little reward. So, it's not sufficient for us to have an intention. We have, to make the, we have to make sure that the intention is pure and has no mixture in it. And number three, we have to make sure that there are multiple avenues of intentions, multiple layers of intentions for Allah. They're all for Allah, but how are you trying to receive Allah's help? Like I said, coming to the masjid, pleasing Allah by praying salah with Jama'ah, pleasing your parents, uh, pleasing your spouse maybe maybe she wants to see you in the masjid alhamdulillah it's good right so you make knee of that pleasing the prophet sallallahu of course you no know, the prophet sallallahu would want us to see in the masjid so you make knee of all that i want to become a sadaqa jariyah for my grandparents they raised me properly or they raised my grandparents they raised my children, my parents properly and so my me coming and praying asr my nani is getting a reward my dada is getting a reward because why I am a sadaqah jariyah for them. SubhanAllah, if you literally make that intention, that's what's going to happen. And you're going to get so much more reward just for that one salah because of these layers of intentions we're making. So to have purity, have ikhlas, make sure it's not nothing besides Allah, and then figure out how different ways you can please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make me of all of that. It's not easy to do that, naturally. So, because why we're not so focused. If a person truly loves Allah, understands Allah, is doing remembrance of Allah abundantly, then he can do these things. But if a person is uh, absent-mindedly praying, absent-mindedly, robotically coming to the masjid, he's not going to be able to make all these intentions. And coming to the masjid was one example. You could take any action and say that. Ja'far ibn Hayyan said, hādhhi amal an niyat. فَإِنَّ الرَّجُلَ يَبْلُغُ بِنِيَّتِهِ مَا لَا يَبْلُغُ بِعَمَلِهِ مِلَاك مِلَاك means the khulasa, the crux, the master the master of all of these actions are the intentions a man achieves by his intention what he does not achieve by his actions it's mentioned steady intentions as they are more effective than actions SubhanAllah. These are deep things. Study intentions as they are more effective than actions. People usually, they go study uh, results. Man, let's go see the result. A project started, someone was digging wells. Mashallah, they had intention of, of bringing water, irrigating fields and bringing water to an area that has drought. Mashallah, these guys have a thousand wells. Ten, ten, you know, two, three hundred thousand people are being satiated every single day. Let's see the process. Let's go see how, what type of 501c3 they established. Where was the donations coming in from? What was their marketing strategy, right? That's good. Study this. But what we're learning that, no, no, go to the people who started it. Go, let's go and learn and see what was their intentions. The intention is where it starts off from. If the intentions are pure, then everything will just fall into place. And things will happen great through the barakah of good intentions. Um... There are so many amazing success stories like this. And you'll say that people will say, Ben, how did this business develop to where it is today? Uh, MashaAllah, like how? And you'll say, well, you know what? One time I saw, I mean, there are various stories. Someone saying that I saw someone who was in need and I didn't have money to feed them or give them anything. And I thought, you know what? SubhanAllah, this is horrible. I'm seeing, at least I'm able to give to myself. But I want to give him. He doesn't have any food. But I don't have the means for it. So let me go establish one type of business specifically with the need of trying to Uh, Allah earn Allah's risk to be able to give to people so that doesn't mean now he's giving away 100% of everything he has or even 10% but because of the purity of the intention, Allah is giving so much that he is able to feed thousands of people and also have so much more for himself, for his family, for his children and so forth so the barakah is not always in the marketing strategy it's not always in the uh, fundraising strategy, it's not always in the execution, it's in the intention Milaku amr Milaku amal The master of all of this is Niya. Because a man achieves by his intentions What he does not achieve by his actions So the more pure our intention is The more output you'll have uh, This is the issue What's his name? Uh, Sheikh Muhammad barakatuhum. He said that uh, you know he says this some very powerful statement he says al-ikhlasu um, Yasnaul right, ikhlas it does wondrous things ikhlas put ajeeb karnaamidhikaatai right ikhlas is something that it creates outstanding shocking surprising results that's what the key thing is when you see our ulama of the past Look, like for example, Manaliya is an example. He himself speaks about Sheikh Awama. He speaks about he speaks about Mul Qasim Allah. These people, they didn't have means. They didn't have all of the wasa'irul i'lami wal They didn't have means of advertisement and marketing and news media. They didn't own newspapers. They didn't own news media companies. They didn't own banks. They didn't own uh, what you call all sorts of investment strategies and schemes. How did they spread their effort to six continents of the world? How did they have millions of people, millions of people take effect from the efforts that they began? It's ikhlas. And you know, it's just, that's deep, man. That's really deep. Ikhlas is hard. The power of ikhlas is that, when he was passing away, someone came to him and he was, you know, when you usually you see someone who is passing away, you try to give them hope. You give them good stories that, mashallah, you're a great person. You did this, this, this. Relax. Ahsinu a'thonna billah. Have good hope and expectations from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what. Some of the people around him were saying, Molana, don't worry. Allah will make everything easy for you. The life of the akhirah will be easy for you. You've done such a great work. And do you see how many thousands of people have come to deen because of you? You see how many people have learned salah because of you? You see how many people have gone on and fixed their wudu, their tahara, and they've gone out in the path of Allah and invited even other people, those who didn't know how to pray themselves. Not only did they learn how to pray, but they ended up inviting so many other people. So they started sharing all these type of things. I heard all of this. You know what he said? He said, Don't tell me this. I'm afraid that all of this, what you're telling me, is istidraj. I'm afraid that all of istidraj, we heard, we, 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 we've heard this before, covered it in, in multiple other programs. Istidraj is where Allah says, min Indeed, those people who belied our signs, we will slowly reel them in. We will pull them in towards hellfire. In a manner that they are not realizing. Daraja, 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 Daraja means stairs, steps. Istidraj means step by step, slowly being misled, like a piece of cheese that's given to a mouse or a rat to entrap it. So, Istidraj is when Allah gives His disbelievers lots of wealth, lots of power, lots of fame, and they begin to think that this is a sign of us being close to Allah. But in reality, it's just making the case against them stronger. So that when they go on the day of judgment, they have no place to run and hide, because the 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 number of um, what you want to call the number of uh, you know uh, the crimes that they have been accused of or charged with are just so many. If immediately as soon as they sinned, their money eva- evaporated, their their position evaporated, they would probably naturally would make Toba. So Allah says, no, you want to go down that route, you disobeyed me, you show disgrace, you, dis, you, you, dis, you did not show appreciation to me. فَلَمَّا فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ فَلَمَّا When they forgot what they've been reminded about, when they forgot the Quran and Sunnah, Allah says, we opened up the doors of everything. This is not out of love, this is out of anger. Too much money, too much health, too much power, too much all of this stuff, when a person is disobedient is not a sign of God's blessings allah shukar no this is not allah shukar God's blessing this is actually adab. this is called istidraj this is called you know uh, people being slowly being misled. so at that time he says how do I know don't try to uh, you know tell me these stories of this many people coming to the deen how do I know this might be these numbers may just be istidraj So because naturally we all get happy If I have a program And I have 500 people One you know in the masjid I'll be so happy Naturally But his way of looking at is Thank Allah And you don't even know if any of this is being accepted 500 people came 500 people's lives changed Good for them But don't think you're gonna get reward for it Because you might have insincerity in it Can you imagine that? 500 people came, you passed out flyers, you invited people, text messages, this, that. People came, 500 people, they cried in the bayan. 500 people cried in the dua. 500 people raised their hands and repented. 500 people walked away as different people. Amazing, 500 lives changed. But the people who organized it, the people who spoke at it, the people who donated for it, that doesn't mean any of them will be forgiven. That doesn't mean anyone will even get reward of one person changing if they do not have sincerity. If someone says, let me sponsor this event to have my name on it because I need some, I need no one's coming to my business. So let me put my logo on this event and I'll pay $5,000 for all the food of these 500 people and their other expenses. He might get zero reward because the intention was to one up another businessman who has the same business or use that as simply to marketing. He doesn't care about the dean. It's just like, oh, our marketing purpose, that's it. Or the person who was volunteering, he wanted to show off that he seems to make it sound like he's so sincere, that he gives all his free time to the masjid. Or the one who is speaking, he wanted people to praise his oratory skills. He wanted people to be attached to him, instead of attaching, attaching themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, etc, etc. All of these things. So now all these people who put on the program, it is very possible that none of them are getting a single hasana rather they may actually get sin for show and ostentation and those 500 people's lives have changed mashallah that does they're going ahead this is how the dunia, this is how this works it's scary isn't it that if we don't have ikhlas we don't know and the thing is the scary part of ikhlas is you just don't know until you get to the other end like you just don't know if you're standing if you're looking at me right now how are you going to know what's the condition of my blood, my physical health? You yeah, have to go to get a blood test and after that, they have to wait for the results then we'll be able to see. <clears throat> what is the condition of the ikhlas? You can stare at each other's eyes all day. You can stare at each other's nicely, you know, uh, what you call ironed taub and ironed uh, turban. It means nothing. Look at it, how big his biswak is. Look how big his beautiful tasbih is. It means nothing. It could be completely fake. Rather, it could be getting every single day, they're getting more sin because they are trying to deceive people. So this is what ikhlas is talking about, is that till the end also a person does not get impressed by numbers. A person says, Alhamdulillah, 500 people came. But ya Allah, I just wish I get the reward of at least even one. Because I don't know if I'm going to get anything. At least I get the reward of myself. Because I don't know if I'm going to get that. That's what ikhlas is. Never to sit back and think that, Alhamdulillah, we're all set. Look at the amazing results. أرسلني ثَوْبَ الأمباريس، ثوبة, uh, ثوبة الأمباريس، أرسلني صالح بن عبد الرحمن إلى سليمان بن عبد الملك، فقدمت عليه، فقلت لعمر بن عبد العزيز، هل لك حاجة إلى صالح؟ فقال، قل له عليك بالذي يبقى لك عند الله، فإنما بقي عند الله بقي عند الناس، وما لم يبق عند الله لم يبقى عند الناس. صالح بن عبد الرحمن me to سليمان بن عبد الملك، I went to him and said to عمر بن عبد العزيز. Do you have something to convey to Saleh? He said, tell him to focus on what remains for you with Allah. What remains with Allah remains with people. And what does not remain with Allah will not remain with the people. So focus on doing good deeds for the sake of Allah's pleasure, because that's what's going to remain. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy with you, then we will ensure that he will ensure that the people are also happy whatever ikhlas we have for the sake of Allah don't worry the people will take care ikhlas is something that if you do it for Allah everyone below it will also be taken care of you see because Allah is at the top you keep Allah happy everyone naturally will be made sure Allah will make sure they're all happy but if we leave Allah out no matter how many people will be happy we'll actually be making Allah angry because we did not take care of him first (coughs) Urwa said that Aisha عنها, wrote to Muawiyah, Radiallahu An. Fattakilla. Fear Allah. He had asked for some advice. So she said he she said to him, wrote to him, Fattakilla, fear Allah. Fa' inaka idat taqaitallaha. For indeed, if you fear Allah, kafa'aka nasa Allah will save you from the people. And if you fear the people. They cannot help you against Allah. So the best way forward is not only to love Allah and to do ibadah for Allah, but also when it comes to fearing, make sure we're afraid of Allah. Subhanahu wa Taala, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will take care of the fear of others. Such an important point because there's so much fear of people dressing in a certain manner. What will you know, women? How many women are scared to dress, for example, modestly? What will their old friends say? we're going to a wedding they'll think that we don't have money that's why we didn't wear revealing clothing so now the fear of Allah has been replaced with the fear of people and Allah will eventually make all those people who try to impress while making Allah angry Allah will eventually make all of them angry against us so when it comes to dressing when it comes to the way we eat the way when it comes to the who we get our sons and daughters married to when it comes to ourselves getting married to who we do we cannot look and focus on what is pleasing or displeasing to people we have to always remember that Allah is the only one worthy of being pleased and the only one worthy of being afraid of. Muhammad ibn Awasi' narrated that Luqman said to his son, Ya bunayya ittaqillah, O my son, fear Allah and do not show وَلَا النَّاسَ أَنَّكَ تَخْشَاهُ وَقَلْبُكَ فَاجِرٌ Do not show people that you fear him seeking their respect while your heart is sinful. SubhanAllah. So if we show too much emotion in front of people, they say, Wow, this person, Allah Allah. He is really pious. He fears Allah. He loves Allah. Look all the time He's doing dhikr. All the time he's praying, etc. etc. So these type of things, it's so because we love it, who does not get a love if people say, MashaAllah, did you hear you whispering behind you? MashaAllah, this guy is very pious, huh? And you overheard it. How oh, that makes you blush. Makes you feel so happy. So where is that reward is gone? That's why he says, make sure we we don't accidentally end up trying to please people because we will lose our reward. Make sure you don't fear Allah so that people will be respectful towards you. But instead, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the sake of Him. Umara ibn Ghaziyah narrated that Abdullah ibn Urwa ibn Zubair said, أَشْكُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ عَيْبِي مَا لَا أَتْرُكْ وَنَعْتِي مَا لَا آتِي وَقَالَ إِنَّمَا نَبْكِي بِالدِّينِ لِلدُّنْيَا He said, I complain to Allah for my short of my shortcomings, which I cannot give up. I'm complaining to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of my shortcomings, which I cannot give up. وَنَعْتِي And my praise, which I do not condone. كَيَا وَنَعْتِي I, my sins are not stopping I'm continuing to sin day in and day in out And yet people are continuously praising me Which I, I don't deserve So he's seeking forgiveness for that Ya Allah, please don't hold me accountable Because I know exactly who I am And yet people continue to think I'm someone different So they're praising me And heaping praises upon me Which I don't appreciate Do not condone Do not give a green, green light to But it's happening I don't want to be held accountable for that Achha, this is what people said about you. What, look at your actions. So, Ya Allah, please forgive me for those actions which I can't stop. My sins. And also for, for the praises of the people that I cannot stop. He said, We only mourn religion for the benefit of the world. This is very deep. Very deep. That if we care, it's, many times a person, he can, it's so hard to figure out that we don't have ikhlas. It's very hard. Because it's so insignificant, it comes in so subtly and slyly, you know, it's sheepishly, just comes up, crawls in the, the, the riya the ulterior motive. So you sometimes a person shows that he cares for the deen, but look down, back in, it's going to be about dunya. A person says, ajkal, you know, for example, he gives a whole bayan. and He says, man, people, they've neglected the sunnah of miswak. And he's sitting there crying, like, wow, how pious. But he runs a miswak business. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be that he, as he runs a miswak business because he wants to make ihya of the sunnah. And he truly, truly, in his heart of all hearts, he feels guilty over the fact that people are neglecting the sunnah. It could be possible but it's very hard in a situation where you are where you are having a, a motive this is what we're talking about a person says that um, I'm, I, I you know I'm, I'm, I'm crying about the deen but then he's got some material gain to be made if people come towards the deen then that's where the issue arises Muqbil ibn Abdullah said about Ata ibn Yazid al Layfi. One day, many people asked him questions (Q&A session). So he said, qad fi Indeed, you have asked my opinions a lot. La li Do not perform actions for other than Allah and then hope for a reward from Him." وَلَا أَحَدَكُمْ وَإِنْ كَثُرَ None of you should admire his own actions even if they are many. فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَبْلُغُ عَبْدٌ مِنْ عَظَمَةِ اللَّهِ كَقَائِمَةٍ مِنْ قَوَائِمَ All that a slave can hope to, re- to reach of Allah immensely is like that, is like the leg of a fly. He says, do not become impressed with your actions no matter how much they are. Because when dealing with Allah's greatness, Allah's grand and greatness is so huge, so great, that all the actions in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is it? It's like a leg of a fly. Not even a fly, a leg of a fly. So if Allah doesn't accept it, it means nothing. That's what it means. If Allah doesn't accept it, it doesn't mean anything. Sufyan so narrated, Zubayd said, يَسُرُّنِي أَنْ He says, it would please me very much to make an intention for all things, even eating and sleeping. Even eating and sleeping, this is something I'm hoping that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give me the ability to have a niyah. wrote to Aisha anha saying, اُكْتُبْ إِلَيَّ This is what I was referring to earlier. It was a shorter form. This is a detailed. بِكِتَابٍ فِيهِ Oh Aisha, write me a letter with advice, but do not make it long. Keep it concise. So she wrote, عَنْ Aisha إِلَى muawiya From Aisha to رضي الله عنهما, Peace be upon you. أَمَّا yaqul. I heard the Messenger of Allah الله saying, مَن من اللَّهِ If anyone seeks the pleasure of Allah despite people's anger, Allah will protect him from the burden of the people. If anyone seeks Allah's pleasure despite making people angry, Allah will protect him from the burden of the people and the anger of the people. If however one seeks the pleasure of the people by angry Almighty Allah, then, وَكَّلَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hand him over to the people. Wassalam, Peace be upon you. So stop worrying about what is pleasing and displeasing to people, worry about what's pleasing and displeasing to Allah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make sure that the rest are happy with you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ikhlas in our actions. May Allah save us from ever thinking of ourselves to be sincere. And may Allah allow us to have husn al and good thoughts about others. Imagine them to be sincere while doubting our own sincerity. Okay. Take 7.22. Inshallah. We have 10 minutes now for iftar. Let's do some dhikr. And dua we'll do I will do it from here today? La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah right. <laughs> sallallahu alayhi wa sallam La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah Muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah <coughs> La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah in la ilaha illallah a ha la ilaha illallah a ha لا la la, الله a ha la la. ha la in la La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sallallahu الله Muhammad محمد Ada الله sell the law, الله are they he was sallallahu Sell the Sallallahu who Ada Mohammed sell the law, who are they sallam Sallallahu seldom. Muhammad sallallahu law who Ada Mohammed sell the law, who are Sallallahu was seldom. Sell the law who Adam Mohammed sell the law who are they he sallallahu seldom. Sell Sallallahu law who Adam Mohammed he was seldom. Sallallahu the law who Sallallahu the Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu law اللَّهُ sallallahu alayhi wa اللَّهُ sallallahu lem. Sell the law who Adam اللَّهُ sell the law اللَّهَ are they he استغفر الله 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 صلى الرحمن <سؤال> الرحيم لا نفسك احد الذي لم على سيدنا محمد بها من جميع اللهم لك الحمد دائما مع دوامك ولك الحمد حمدا مخالدا مع خلودك ولك الحمد حمدا حتى ترضى ولك الحمد حمدا إذا رضيت اللهم اغفر لنا والمؤمنات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الاحياء منهم والاموات انك سميع in the الدعوات اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمؤمنين Walmusi no منهم والاموات انك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم يا Allah قيوم اللهم يا Kayum, قيوم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا واصرافنا في امرنا وثبت اقدامنا وانصرنا على الكافرين رب Rabbi كارا بيني صغيره رب ارحمهما كارا بيني صغيره رب لا اله الا انت اني كنت الظالمين الله مربنا لا بعد الذي انك ربنا خب لنا من زواجنا وذرياتنا قل ردعي وجعل المتقين إماما ربنا فلنا ولوالدينا ولأساتذتنا ولماشائخنا ولمن حقه علينا ولمن أوصانا بالدعاء اللهم نور قلوبنا بعلمك واستعمل أبدانا لطاعتك ووفقنا لما تحب ترضى ووفقنا لما تحب ترضى من قبل العمل ونيةه والهدى إنك على كل شيء غدير اللهم علمنا ما إنفعنا وإنفعنا معلمتنا وزدنا عبنا وعمله اللهم أصلح لنا دينا الذي وصلت أمرنا وأصلح لنا دنيانا التي فيها معشرنا وأصلح لنا آخرتنا التي فيها معادنا وجعل الحياة زيادة لنا في خير وجعل الموت Oh Allah lana min kulli shar. Allahumma ij'alna min ibadika al Allahumma ij'alna min ibadika al Allahumma ij'alna Allahumma ij'al min ibadika al Allahumma ya wa Allahumma Allah, every single day and every single night, whatever du'a we're doing, oh Allah, whatever individual ibadah we're doing, whatever individual dhikr we're doing, whatever collective dhikr we're doing, oh Allah, we ask you to allow it to become weighty in our scales, ya yeah allow it to be weighty in our scales, ya yeah Allah. Oh Allah, forgive us for our and heedless to forgive us for our, our ghafla from the, from the deen and ya Allah from the ghafla from, from what the deen requires and needs from us ya Allah, oh Allah we ask you to grant us all the muhabba of the deen muhabba of Rasulullah, muhabba of Islam, muhabba of the Quran muhabba of the, of the sahaba ya Allah create within us this burning desire to serve the deen with sincerity the way they did ya Allah oh Allah, oh Allah we ask You, Allah save, save our, our iman, save our health, our wealth, oh Allah save our marriages oh Allah, o Allah save our, our progeny oh Allah, we ask you ya Allah we ask You, Allah that you grant us the ability to stay steadfast in these very difficult times. O oh Allah, we ask you to allow us to see right as right and practice on it. See wrong as wrong and stay away from it. O oh Allah, allow us to, ya Allah, wake up other people as well from their slumber of heedlessness, ya Allah. O oh Allah, wake us up and wake up our loved ones. Wake up our relatives our relatives, and allow us to wake others as well up, ya Allah. O oh Allah, make us wrong for those who, who do dhikr profusely, ya Allah, in and outside of Ramadan. O oh Allah, those who recite Qur'an profusely in and outside of Ramadan. O oh Allah, we ask you, ya Allah, ya Allah, ya Allah, ya Allah, ya Allah, we ask you, ya Allah, that you grant us this sweetness of imam. In our dua, sweetness of Iman and that sweetness of Iman while we are alive, sweetness of Iman as we leave this world. Oh Allah, allow us to make it easy for us to make sacrifices for the deen, Ya Allah. Make it easy for us to make sacrifices for the deen, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant us all protection from our evil nafs. Grant us all protection from our evil nafs. Grant us all protection from our evil nafs. Oh Allah, make it easy for us to subdue the shaitan. Oh Allah, make it easy for us to subdue the shaitan. Oh Allah. Subhanahu wa Rabbiq al Inshallah, there's another two minutes so brothers can engage in their own individual du'a for another couple of minutes, seven twenty two inshallah. We can head we can head downstairs and keep on making our own du'a. Jazakallah